Welcome to the Space Champ. It's a chance. Okay, welcome to take Not even five seconds in. Yeah, I know. Take one forty-two. Air Suite Two. Space Jam: A New Legacy review. Air Suite: um, A New Legacy. Air Suite: A New Legacy. The there same legacy. The same kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, we're gonna go over movie news. And faith thing we watched. That's kind of been our routine. And then we're gonna get into the Space Jam: A New Legacy review. Um, we got a sweet movie morsel here that I am reading that I am excited that we will get to because that would have been awesome. And then we're going to ask a couple questions regarding Space Jam and things we'd like to see, things we would maybe like to see in the future if they do another Space Jam in what, 30 years, 20 years, 25 years, 25 years. Stop out. Yeah. Um, But without further ado, it is TC and of course, the Sweet Geeks. I bought a camera this week. Very excited to start using it. Yeah. I think I mentioned it last time. Uh, I've had a stockpile of sneakers. Here's a sweet sneaker morsel. If you have a pair of sneakers that you've never worn, it's still in the box or just have never worn, that is called dead stock or DS. So I I found that out um, a few years ago. I was like, what is dead stock? (laughs) I still don't even really know why it's called dead stock. So let's say let's say you buy a pair of sneakers mm-hmm. and you put them on once inside. Is it dead stock still? Nope. Once they've been worn, they're no longer dead stock. Doesn't even matter. They're not dead stock, even if it's been for five seconds. Yep, correct. Wow, that is technically doctrine. technically. But I technically, mean, for me, <laughs> like for me, if someone were to say, "Hey, I have a pair of uh, Supreme Dunks," for example. I got them, tried them on at my house. They, I didn't even walk around in them. I just put them on. Uh, I would consider that dead stock, but some people are super like picky about it. It just kind of depends mm. on where you go. Yeah. Uh, last take with We Explain Movies was a blast. It was. Yeah. We appreciate them coming on. Appreciate their time. Go ahead and give them a listen. Fantastic podcast. Great energy. Um, yeah, they were, they were a blast. Yeah. I remember just randomly, like kind of like I talked about last time, just kind of stumbling upon their podcast after following them. I, How long I, ago was that? Probably like almost a year ago. I really loved their podcast. So it was awesome for them to be like willing to come on and really cool to just talk with them and vibe a little bit. Yeah, no, that so, was fantastic. Was great. It was a fun take, fun take. Um, movie news <laughs> slash trailer for me. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, How was your week? Oh, really yeah. Quick. Yeah, my week was good. Week was great. Okay. Uh, have a family reunion next weekend, sure. um, and then watched our nieces over the weekend. Oh, so that was great. So uh, I want to shout out all the parents, all the people who have kids, <laughs> because it's a responsibility. I mean, yeah, it always it always gets me in check when I have to watch our nieces or anything like that. I'm like, wow, like, yeah, having. Having kids is very rewarding, but also it can be hard. I don't have kids yet, but when I watch, you know, our nieces and nephews, I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, as a side note to anyone, if you have friends that don't have kids, don't ask them, when are you going to have kids? Uh, I feel like that's a pretty, <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty, um, not like a no brainer, but uh, yeah, don't ask your friends who don't have kids when they're going to have kids. It's a pretty personal question. We grew yeah. up thinking that's a normal question. It's it's not. 
Yeah. And also that could be hard because maybe they are trying to have kids and they're struggling and that could be sensitive. I don't know. Fertility is tough. A lot yeah. of people have it. A yeah. Lot of people. And uh, what is it called? What is it? Uh, in, in comp? What is it? What is it? We're like basically the men's like sperm doesn't work. Yeah. I don't remember. In Sterile. Comp- Oh, is that it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's something <laughs> okay. like that. It's something like that. But uh, yeah, unless like, like, like I've had very, very close friends ask. Even then. Yeah, just don't ask. Just don't ask. Let people bring it up to you if they want to bring it up. There you go. Well, how are you doing, Keeks? What's the what's the formal one? Yeah, good. So I like I said, I did sell my sneakers, made a good amount of money off of it. So with the money that nice. I earned, I went and bought a pretty good camera. Where do you sell them off of? So actually, okay, little plug, little ad. There's a new sneaker sh- shop here called Cooperative. Okay. I went there, oh, yeah, yeah. really cool guys uh, out there at Cooperative in Orem, Utah, and sold my sneakers. You sold your sneakers to them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, So they do awesome. consign, they do, they'll sell, they'll buy your stuff if it's DS. And like, listen, Yeezys are kind of dead. They don't resell well because you can basically, if you go online the day that Yeezy 350s come out, those are like the most popular silhouette. Um, you'll probably get a pair. So they just don't resell very well. It's not a very high demand shoe. Uh, Nike Dunks, on the other hand, I had a, quite a few pair of those. I had a pair of Travis Scott uh, Air Jordan 6s that I sold. And those those they will buy. <laughs> those they will buy. Dude, we so. should go to Cooperative. Yeah, I'd lo- I'm probably going to go there for my birthday and grab some sneakers. Yeah, you, you should. I will. You better. Are you kidding me? A little trip? <laughs> yeah. We'll speak uh, on trip. Down. Um, your birthday is what, August 12th? August 12th, yeah. Great memory. We should go. We should. It, it's it's a really awesome storefront. Perfect. It's kind of, yeah. a, it's right next to the Orem Sierra, Sierra Pool, if you know where that okay. is, like right off yeah, of yeah. State Street. Just right there. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Really cool guys awesome. out there. So we got to talk sneakers a little bit, and that's really cool. I love talking about sneakers. As a hint, um, the season, so I'll talk about it at the end. I'll talk about it at the end. But uh, gotcha. yeah, so I've just been kind of playing around with the camera, went and bought some shorts because all I can wear are shorts basically with the boot. And I can now put pressure on my foot. I can put 25% Ooh, pressure on my foot. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Went to the mall yesterday. Very sweaty. Progress. Very tired. Very sweaty. It's hot. <laughs> stay hydrated. So oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I was not. So. Oh, yeah. You got to stay hydrated. Well, movie okay. news, trailer slash trailer. Um. For me, my movie news is, uh, I don't know how many people follow, but One Minute Man on Barstool Sports. Have you ever seen those videos? No. huh? They're about like three, four minutes long. They're really to the point. Um, The guy that does it, pretty funny. And uh, he just talks about like anything, any happenings in in the week, anything that's trending, whatever it may be. So he mentioned that James Gandolfini, the star for Tony Soprano, um, apparently was paid $3 million by HBO to not go and be on the office when Michael Scott leaves. Wow. Could you I, imagine that being and so I, good? Apparently. Cause like they wanted to, I don't know for sure, but apparently it was to kind of keep the name of Tony Soprano. I like that. Could you, could, could you imagine watching the office with James Gandolfini, aka Tony Soprano, as new Michael Scott, but it would feel like like a weird like multiverse. Yeah, and I I, I would have loved to see that. Like that would have been awesome. 
However, oh, I, yeah. w- I watched The Office before I watched Sopranos. So it would be interesting to watch The Sopranos first, then The Office and kind of see how a mob boss is now kind of like a manager of a paper company. So especially I with thought- the, episode, <laughs> the episode where Michael thinks he's being interrogated by the mob. That's a great episode. Andy, car mechanic. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Uh-huh, um, Gabagool. Yeah, Gabagool. Um, so yeah, there's my movie news slash news of the week. Okay. Um, I, I don't really, there, there was, it was a very slow week in movie news, but I always think it's funny with uh, <coughs> the Cannes Film Festival. Just mm. Cannes in general, hearing about all the movies playing. I believe Dune is um, premiering maybe tomorrow or tonight. Oh, dang. When does that yeah. come out? Is it October? I think so. Uh, let me look Holy crap. No way. It's October. Is it really October? Dude, it's July. We're almost done with July. It's oh crazy. my gosh, it is October. Okay, so yeah, insane. October October 22nd, Dune. That's insane, dude. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be in California. I'm going to be at Disneyland. Oh man. I'll just I'll, have to I'll see wait it. for you. <gasps> dude, we got to watch this in theaters. We can't watch it on HBO Max. This is a theater experience. I might have to We're getting there Thursday. Maybe I will see Okay, I'm going to talk to We Explain Movies, see if they want to go see a movie when I'm out there. Ooh. I'd love to see it with you, but I cannot wait a week. That's I'm true. So- you can't. <laughs> I, I can't. I remember I told a buddy when we were in Chile, I was going home like a few weeks before him back to the United States. And I was like, I'll wait for you to get back and we'll watch The Force Awakens. I, I couldn't do it. I literally went and saw it 3 a.m. The, <laughs> the day that it premiered. Because I was like, I can't mo- wait a week. Certain movies you can't wait for. No, you cannot. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We've, we've waited long enough for two. <laughs> I know what it's been like. It'll have been like almost a year, right? Over a year. Yeah, it was supposed to come out last July. No This July. Way. Yeah, last July. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. Dune, cannot wait. That's going to be awesome. But my real one is the Pixar trailer, Turning Red. Very cool. Done by the director this. of Bow. Okay, I haven't seen this trailer. Yeah, I'll have to give yeah, it a watch. it's gonna it's coming out later, uh, like sometime next year. The movie okay. is awesome. Yeah, if you uh, remember pay, Bao, pay. it was the little short. Yes, yes, I remember Bao. Yeah, the dumpling, so good. Uh, Favorite thing you watched? News, so that was good. Oh, favorite thing I watched? Thank you. We explain movies because I believe it was Kayleen's favorite movie is The Green Mile. Yes, favorite movie is The Green Mile. So I buckled down, watched The Green Mile. It's really awesome. It was really good. Uh, clear, clear parallels between John Coffey and another guy with the initials of JC, who has a friend named Paul. If um, any of y'all can figure that one out, it's basically that story in a nutshell, more or less. But okay. I really liked kind of the different other. All of the characters, all of the actors are very give very strong performances. Um, really good looking movie as well. So like a lot of the production design looks really good. You get a lot of nice lighting. You get a lot of nice lighting effects. Get a lot of good practical effects as well. So yeah, I had a really good time. Not Dang. a good time, but it was a good movie. Good I movie. Give it an A sweet. Um, I dude, I read I read your letterbox and great essays. You have oh, a nice shoot. flow on the paper. Oh, it's, it's really good to read. It's not too long. It's like a perfect length. They're like two short paragraphs. I try to keep it like that. Yeah. And I try to like, before I was kind of doing jokey reviews, but now like I'm trying to mix a little bit of everything. 
I, I think a jokey review is is definitely needed when you say Denzel Washington is very good at his job. <laughs> it's it's true. Like certain oh, movies true. need that. Um, that's awesome. So uh, anything else with Green Mile? I need to watch Green Mile. No. So honestly, like I, I basically just said not a bad performance in here. The continuity really banged in the editing. And then, yeah, where I said, I wonder if there's ever been a story about a guy like John Coffey with a friend named Paul. <laughs> and then uh, really cool characters created by Stephen King is kind of a joke. And then a whole lot of emotion packed into three hours and fun to add another movie to the old Tom Hanks talks about his life universe. Of well said. Gump, Saving Private Ryan. No, not Saving Private Ryan. That's Private Ryan, old Private Ryan looking at Yes, his yeah, 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 yeah. He was talking about Tom Hanks. Still. And his character. Still. Maybe kinda, Polar Express. Kind of same thing. Yeah, Polar Express, sure. Uh, my faith thing, I watched two things. I want to do a TV with TC segment here. Oh, I love it. I love um, you do it. The first one was uh, This is a Robbery. This is a documentary on Netflix. It talks about the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston, that this was the biggest art heist ever with over 200 million dollars worth of art stolen and it happened in 1990 on the night of saint patrick's day so like the early early morning of march 18th holy Um, crap okay it's actually a really interesting documentary and i'll kind of get into my critiques of it but essentially what happened is there were two guards and they're housing all this incredible artwork and Police officers show up around 1.24 in the morning, apparently was the time. And the two officers outside are like, hey, we're here for a search warrant or there's some, we've heard some disturbances. So the guard lets these cops in, these two cops in. And um, the two cops are like, uh, so-and-so is out for an arrest. And so the guard comes out and opens the other door for the cops. And the cops like grab the guard and were like, this is a robbery. So it was two guys posing as cops. And these two cops were in the museum. They, they got the other guard as well. The two cops were in the museum for 81 minutes, stole 13 pieces of art. And they still don't know to this day who did it, where the art went, what happened. I believe that the art was sent overseas, that these two people might've been the mob or the two people were hired by some big ups to steal these art pieces or was a debt that they had to pay one of those things. I don't think, I think these art pieces though, the 13 art pieces, because not, not one has been recovered. They're somewhere in the country. So that's insane. Dude, that, that reminds me of a, remember American animals. Yep. American animals. Yeah. American animals fun movie. Good, fun watch. Good watch. That has a fun premise of the movie where it's like a real movie, but also has some spliced in documentary esque scenes. Yeah. I've um, still never really seen anything like it. I really, yeah. really liked American Animals. I want to give that a rewatch, after, especially after watching this. Oh, are you kidding? Uh, but this is a robbery. It's four episodes. I think it's one episode too long. They, they, I think they could have shrunk it, made it a little bit more tight. Because um, there's some interviews that are pretty forgettable. Um, but the content is good. The, the mystery of it is good. I'm going to overall give the documentary a B slash sweet. Oh, um, Okay. Yeah, check it out. It's 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 a good four episode watch, but like it again, one too many episodes. Yeah, it should have just been tight three episode. Keep it forty five minutes each. Really get to the point. Um, okay. And then lastly, Loki. 
watched Loki, loved it. Uh, out of the gate, I'm going to give Loki an A slash sweet. Very, very fun. Opens a lot of fun doors, a lot of good stories, characters for what's to come in phase four of Marvel. I mean, I went in with Loki with no expectations because I, I saw the trailer looked fun. And I like Loki as a character. I think he's he's very, he's good, then he's bad. He's You know what I mean? And I like yeah. that for his character. And I think Tom Hiddleston knocks out of the park with Loki. So Loki, give it a watch. I don't want to reveal too much, but uh, I think if you're planning to go see Spider-Man Far From Home and Doctor Strange into the multiverse, watch Loki before you do that. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Do we... Are we going to get a trailer where it spoils the Spider-Man in it? No, I hope not. But I think we're going to get a trailer two weeks before Shang-Chi. Oh, okay. That's when you think you'll get it. I think I think it'll be two weeks before that or a week. I think. What? What do we think? I think we've talked about it. I think maybe we talked about it with Endgame. What if Spider-Man No Way Home just came out without a trailer? Has a movie ever really done that? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to Google it. I, I do. I, I remember Avengers Endgame's trailer was pretty ambiguous. I, I mean, okay, so let's see. I don't think. Or give us like a teaser, like a 30 second. I'd be fine with just a 30 second teaser. I'm honestly fine with no trailer even. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I think especially with how Sony does their trailers where they've literally ruined, they've literally spoiled the movie in both trailers. You know what I mean? I think maybe it would do them more justice to one teaser. Like you said, maybe one teaser, one trailer that's pretty vague to kind of give us a general idea and then leave it at that, like you said, for Avengers Endgame. Yeah. But, I mean... I'm curious as if Andrew Garfield is not in the movie or if he I've is heard, in the movie. I've heard reports that he's not in the movie now. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, just give me Toby. I don't care. Give me Toby. Uh, yeah. To be honest. I, yeah. Do not care. And I don't know. I think it'd be really interesting if they did it with just yeah. like one teaser trailer, then released it. It'd be fun and interesting if Miles Morales from Spider-Verse makes an appearance. Oh no way home. My gosh, dude. I still think they that Sony is going to take the animated into the Spider-Verse characters and somehow bring them into the MCU live action. But because Shameek Moore could easily play Miles Morales in real life. Sure. Yeah. Nicolas Cage could be a cool version of like Noir Spider-Man. Down. I would love Haley Steinfeld would be great as Spider-Gwen. You make it all work. Yeah, I think there's just so much fun things that Loki introduced. I've seen some negative reviews for Loki, which is a little bit unfortunate because I think it was a fun time. It it did what it needed to do, creating that ambiguity and just being mysterious and opening up new doors for the phase four. And I I, I can't recommend it enough. I'd probably give Loki one, WandaVision two, and then um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, number three, as my... Those, that would be my ranking for the MC, okay. the Marvel cool. Marvel shows. So there you have it. Love that. Kind of long um, segment there. <laughs> I mean, Becky, you're going to watch them. Today is Sunday. Record it on Sunday. This take will be out on Monday, tomorrow. 
and we're gonna watch Loki today. It's a short watch. Yeah, it, it, and it honestly, it shows a fifty minute, but the credits are nine minutes long. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I always forget that that the credits are so long. So you're you're looking at a six episode <laughs> series, but each episode is ten minutes shorter. So you're saving you're shaving you're shaving off an hour essentially. Yeah, that's a good point. With all those credit times. So love that. Uh, also, okay, here's some uh, movie news. Mar- uh, the Mandalorian tied for most anime nominations this week with 24. Wow. That feels insane to me. Like, The Mandalorian is good and it's fun, but 24 Emmy nominations? Then again, the Emmys you get, you get nominated for an Emmy if you put something on TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not exactly an exclusive club. Yeah, true. So interesting. Wow. Um, okay. Well, watch Loki, watch Green Mile, and uh, check out This Is a Robbery on Netflix if you're looking for a four episode documentary. Love Pretty that. interesting. Yeah, a little too um, crime. Are we welcome? Are we ready? Are you ready for this? Space Jam. New Legacy. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh, directed by Adam D. Lee. Yes, cast is LeBron, Don Cheadle, Cedric, Joe, and Zendaya. This. Zendaya. Zendaya? Might be. Zendaya. Okay, cool. Quick recap, quick summary. LeBron James is LeBron James in the movie. Plays, and plays his LeBron son, James. His son Dom isn't as passionate about basketball as LeBron James is, or his older brother. Um, so right out of the gate, you can definitely tell there's a little bit of struggle between LeBron James being like, "Hey, I want you to play basketball," and Dom's like, "No, I want to create video games because I have created a video game already. I'm working on it." And so that his video begin- game is NBA Jam. It 100 is an NBA Jam. What was the game called? Dom, Do you remember? Dom Ball. Okay. So anyways, um, Warner Brothers has uh, a server by the name of Algae Rhythm that is portrayed by Don Cheadle, which is the villain for this movie. And he is in the server verse, essentially, essentially Warner Brothers 3000, I think. And he tries to recruit LeBron because he's like, if I can get LeBron, then we'll be able to rule the world, the server verse. Anyways, uh, he finds out that um, LeBron isn't all about being a part of Warner Brothers 100% with being in the serververse. He gets mad. He kidnaps his son and Dom, and then they play a game of basketball to get Dom back. They play a game and of Dom ball. Dom ball. So essentially, that was your butchered um, summary of Space Jam A New Legacy. Man, when you were describing like algae rhythm, Algae rhythm. Who created the names of these characters? Everyone involved in like deciding the properties. I just want to know what went through their head. I do. Yeah. That being said, I had a fun time with Space Jam and New Legacy. I think if you don't like LeBron James, if you don't like him as a basketball player, as a person, whatever. You're not going to like this movie, plain and simple. Yeah. I think if you don't like LeBron James, you're not going to like this movie because LeBron James, it definitely talks a lot about LeBron James. Yes. 
there's a lot of references. He's the king. He's the best player of all time. Things like that. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, scenes, dialogue. Um, if you are a LeBron fan, if you like his game, if you like the game of basketball and things like that, I think you will like this move. I think you'll have fun with what Space Jam is. And you and you and me talked about it. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. Also, everyone's saying with with you know with references to game of thrones there's even a cameo of rick and morty in this there's a lot of adult properties brought in and a lot of people are like who are the, who is this for well, i mean it's for kids but parents are bringing their kids to this so yep it can't just be yep i mean it can still just be the looney tunes there's no problem with that but it's kind of like hey here's some things for the parents you remember game of thrones you what remember thing that my friend pointed out uh the casablanca universe Oh There's my planet gosh. of Casablanca. Like, why is that one of the universes? Just leave it out. Yeah. Use Harry Potter. It was so weird. Yeah. The Casablanca I, one was so weird. The Casablanca one was way out of the loop. The Matrix one was funny. Yes. So I think for me, the best part of this movie, in my opinion, was when Bugs Bunny and LeBron James are recruiting the other Looney Tunes characters that are in this server verse of Warner Brothers who are on the matrix, who are in DC, who are, um, you know, scattered throughout. I thought that was pretty fun just seeing the different properties coming. And it was, I took it lightly. I was just like, you know what? It's, it's the Looney Tunes. They're loony. So this, um, this movie does try to do a lot. It does. It is a very complicated movie with a lot of different themes that they're trying to do when really the only theme is family and how much you should love your family. Like no matter, is, no matter, no matter what, like whatever yeah, they're and be supportive in. of their dreams. Yep. That was, that was the message of it. And okay. We got to talk about this since we're kind of on the subject of the Warner <laughs> brother characters, the B grade background characters in the <laughs> basketball game. We talked about this. It was- so so bad just, just have them all computer generated because the yep. z value uh pennywise the clown that you see 85 times in the background of the basketball game looked so bad so oh, bad and so the mask bad. the mask do you see the mask jim carrey the mask yes. that, that z grade not good there was another no. one that i remember penguin penguin oh i, I don't even, and oh they had a joker that was in the background that was so bad it was, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of, but then like you had a lot of the cool tunes that were in the background. You had like the Flintstones. Yep. Um, I've been watching a lot of Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which is one of the first Adult Swim cartoons. And okay. it's like a Hanna-Barbera stock character that does interviews with real people. And he's flying above the court for a lot of it. So I thought that was a cool Easter egg. Like, I wish they would have done more cool, obscure, like funny characters instead of Pennywise, the dancing clown, and the Joker and the penguin. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, a pretty funny movie at times, too. I thought Daffy Duck had some pretty good lines. Oh, and they removed all of the corny lines that you got in the trailers from Granny. Yeah. Yeah. None I don't of them remember. Which, oh, I was so glad. What were, well, I don't remember any of the corny lines from the trailer. Haters gonna hate. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there was a couple other ones that I'm like, oh, I do not want to watch this. Yeah. But it wasn't um, that bad. 
it was okay. I, the halftime joke, there's a specific joke at halftime that is pretty funny. <laughs> I was I was laughing out loud watching that, that was, with Becky. She walked in and only saw that part. And I was, my heart, I seriously stood up. I was like, oh my gosh, is this who? And then they flip it around on you and it's really, really funny. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I might need to show Kennedy that because that, that scene is pretty funny. Um, yeah. Overall, Space Jam A New Legacy, I went in with pretty low expectations. I wasn't expecting much. I had watched the OG uh, Space Jam, the first one, the night mm-hmm. before. And they're both just, they're kind of dumb. They're fun, but kind of, you know, kind of dumb. Space Jam, the first one, is very nostalgic. I was four years old when that came Charming. out. I grew Grew up mm-hmm. watching that. So I understand the nostalgic factor there, 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're beat for beat, pretty similar with certain things. Yeah. Uh, but I did appreciate kind of the new spin of the basketball game for New Legacy. Yeah. I like that. Did you did you see the stats? <laughs> Have you seen that meme? <laughs> that people <laughs> are, are like people are like MJ is absolutely the goat now because apparently he went 22 for 22 in the Space Jam game and LeBron went four of five in this game. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I mean, it is uh, true. Like, I like that they try to take digs at LeBron as well. Like, it's not just look how amazing LeBron James is. A lot of it is like hey, like, hopefully we have enough time in this game before you switch over to the goon squad because we're losing kind of jokes. Yeah, and there was another joke that was like, LeBron left Miami. LeBron left Cleveland twice. Who says he doesn't leave LA? I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, it, it doesn't, like, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Yeah. Which I think, like, and except for, like, the moments where it does, it has a good amount of heart. LeBron James is a better actor than Michael Jordan. Like, I agree. I, I agree with that you know call it how it is that he's a better actor which is fine and um i had a good time with it i think a lot of the script is pretty awful and some of the line delivery is um is subpar at best from some of the actors but the kid that plays lebron james's kid cedric joe i think he does a really good job he does i was actually impressed with yeah with him pretty good amount of emotion i liked him a lot and yeah i mean i think listen like it's still a kid's movie. It's not the best movie in the world. I had it at a C plus suite. I think I'm going to bring it down a little bit more to a C suite, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's good. It's It exists and it's for kids. And if you watch it, you'll probably get a good laugh or two. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm the same thing. I'm going to go C slash sour because if you don't like LeBron James, if you don't really care for basketball. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You're not gonna like it. You're just not. So if, if 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 there are people who like LeBron and his career and what he's done, then I'd, I'd say yeah, go ahead and watch. I think you'll have a fun time. Yeah. So. And uh, here are some reviews from some of the suites, because um, overall they thought the movie was between sour and spoiled. So um, yeah. yeah, not exactly liking the movie. Uh, Tyler the Goose gives it a three out of ten. J. Cam Laycock said should be an F. Okay. June, June, Yi Anna. I don't even know. Yeah. It gives it a C and then Sprank Derv, everyone making this movie hated it, giving it a really unique energy is Warner brothers. Okay. 
you can kind of tell, like, just throw everything out there and see what works. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. As a sweet movie morsel, Malcolm D. Lee came in basically four days before they were going to start production, replacing the original director. And they're oh. like... Rewatch the old, rewatch the first Space Jam. Get to know everyone. Look over the VFX because, uh, yeah, this this is the movie. So he didn't have a lot of help. I think there was a lot of studio corporate interference. Warner Brothers, you look. This was a really tough look for your company. You something needs to change. Something needs to tighten up because you have a weird streak of films that have been coming out with DC and the other properties that y'all have. It's not looking good. I agree. Like, what? what's the last really good movie that Warner Brothers released? Oh, gosh. Okay, you think about that. I'm just going to go really quick. Warner Brothers Pictures. Let's just see what some of their movies are in the last little bit. So you, you keep talking. I can't. Yeah, I can't think of, like, within the past five years, what's one that was like, whoa. I mean, I guess they have Dune coming out. That's true. Um, I really can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, oh, you know what? I think they did. Oh no, they did the MonsterVerse stuff. So Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong. Kong. Yeah, that was fine. That was fun fine. enough. But I mean, you also have to consider that they own New Line Cinema, which made Lord of the Rings. So they have a lot of these sub, um sub-production companies that probably do make a lot of good stuff. It's just anything under the Warner Brothers logo is probably the bigger stuff that just hasn't been hidden really well. Yeah, I agree. Um, You have a sweet movie morsel here that I really like. Yeah, so um, after the success of the first Space Jam, they considered throwing out a few other jam in the jam universe. So they were going to do Skate Jam with Tony Hawk. There were even plans of doing this one I didn't include, but I believe is true is they wanted to do something with uh, Tiger Woods and doing a golf related one. And the most bizarre one to me is a NASCAR version of yeah. Space Jam, maybe Race Jam call uh, with Jeff Gordon. And now we have cars. Thank you, Pixar. Thanks for. Yeah. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for jacking that idea. Thank, yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. Uh, I think Skate Jam would have been a blast. I think it could have been really cool. Yeah. yeah. To be I honest, think skate- I think I think the golf one with Tiger Woods could have been really cool. Yeah, I think those two for sure. Now, mm-hmm. what next athlete should they do for a Space Jam movie if they do another one? Here's the thing. I think it only fits and I think it works as much as I don't really love this athlete. I think they should Tom Brady. Yeah. He's he's on the outs of his career soon. Uh, who knows actually really but uh tom brady's like a champion he's a solidified it's hard to argue that he is the greatest of all time especially what happened with tampa bay coming in there and winning a championship uh so that would be that was my other question is what different sport would you like to see if they did a different space jam i think football would be really fun yeah i think football could be really really cool um i don't know how i think soccer could be fun but like soccer is just kind of a weird sport to make movies from there just are not a lot of movies revolving around soccer uh someone who actually i thought could have been an interesting replacement for lebron james in this is steph curry 
Yep. Oh, 100%. I think if Steph Curry is the star of this movie, it makes probably twice as much money as it will. Yep. Yep. I agree because I, uh, being a basketball trainer and understanding, I think kids can relate more to Steph Curry than to LeBron James. LeBron James is six, nine, like, you know, not everyone is going to be six, nine. He's Steph been Curry, gifted since like junior high. Yeah. Steph Curry, he is six, three, six, two. Mm-hmm. Can shoot lights out and create phenomenal handles. Like, of course he's athletic, but he's not six, nine. Six, Great eight, like on LeBron. and off the ball court knowledge as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think Steph Curry could be a phenomenal Space Jam alternate pick if they decide to do another basketball one, do a trilogy. I think Steph Curry would be the next pick. Um, I don't think he has the credentials quite like MJ and LeBron yet. Um, I think likability though. If you like think a- about it, when LeBron was in Space Jam, what was that, 97 that it came out or 96? MJ, 96. 96. So he had five championships. I mean, Steph has three. Steph doesn't have the pedigree, but he has the likability. Yeah. Oh, 100%. He has the absolute likability. So, I mean, I would go watch it. So I think Steph would be the next NBA player to Space Jam, but Tom Brady would be Tom Brady would be fun. I Something I want to mention that uh, our buddy Neard, nicknamed Neard, Brendan Rogers brought up was – had LeBron known at the time of filming Space Jam that Dame Lillard wanted to leave Portland, he would not have come off the bench for that for the goon squad. Oh my god. And he gosh. would have given him a more prominent role in that film. That's so funny. <laughs> I thought that was kind of he was a cool character. It was a very was cool. cool moment. He was cool. Um yeah, I thought that I thought the basketball game was pretty fun. I forgot that's kind of how the Space Jam game goes too. It's very very loony there's nothing to it i do like how lebron was very apprehensive about like no fundamentals and then they're like doc we gotta be loony we're the loony tunes <laughs> which which tune was that that was bugs bunny okay. what's up doc? <laughs> doc uh yeah i think um what was it what was i gonna say uh oh oh and i think a lot of the reason of how they brought in the athletes was kind of lazy too it's like oh i was at all-star game and i took their pictures yeah yeah um dude rewatching the old space jam mm-hmm. the other cast members the monsters like charles barkley patrick ewing and larry johnson yeah. not a lot of dialogue there no no not a lot of dialogue bad you know who, car- you know who carries that movie is newman from seinfeld oh, yeah i think we often forget that bill murray and newman are both in space jam yeah and provide I mean, yes, a lot of great comic relief. You do have Don Cheadle in Space Jam New Legacy. And I didn't mind his presence. I thought he was fun. It looked like he had fun with this movie. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. And I think Zendaya as uh, Zendaya. I don't know. You know what? Yeah. I don't actually know how to pronounce her name. Sorry for correcting you. <laughs> I think her as Lola Bunny. She did a really good job voice acting. Yeah, I thought she did too. It's so, Wayne Knight who plays Stan. Wayne Knight. Yep. Podolak, aka Newman. Newman and Seinfeld, love it. Larry Bird is also in the first Space Jam. Oh, I think I forgot about. It. I wonder if. Oh, I think he's like the he's like the coach or something with at Indiana. Yeah, yeah. So there you have it. There's Space Jam. That's New the Legacy. recap. New Legacy, a C slash sour for me. Still had a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then C slash sweet for you. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, love that. Uh, next week. Next week. So TC for the next, you're going to be out of town for a long time. You're going to be on vacation. I'll be back. 
I'm going to be back August. We'll be back for record. We'll be back for August 23rd. So you'll hear my voice for like a month. You'll be on vacation, which is you need that vacation. Everyone take your vacation time. Take that vacation time that take that PTO, baby. Kind of vacation. Go on Yellowstone August 6th through 7th and then doing a surprise trip that I can't say over here. August 12th through the 15th. Love that. So um, next take, we will have a special guest on Spencer Davis, my roommate in college. And we're going to be reviewing Nicolas Cage's film Pig that just came out. Can't wait to hear. Please go watch it. I think it needs a lot of support. I loved it. And you will be able to hear how much I loved it and how much we both loved it when the pod comes out next week. Can't wait. Um, Very excited. And as a little hint, when we talked about sneakers um, for the YouTube channel, it is going to be um, kind of like a mini series slash mini season. It's going to be four to six episodes about different topics of movies and one of them is going to have to do with sneaker culture in movies that I will talk about. And that will probably be the last episode that uh, will come out. It'll be probably the episodes of YouTube will come out every other week, just as I get my footing and understand how to edit the videos. So go follow Sweet Film Talk on YouTube. We have a channel. It's kind of hidden. We have two videos that have been like uh, copyright flag because it was our top 10 movies 10 yeah yeah which has also been flagged on our on our instagram because we use uh license footage license music it's actually the music it's not even the footage oh yeah it's just the music i have to change the music then yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure it out but um yeah so go ahead and follow sweet film talk we will have a special little um i'll figure it out but something special for if we're able to reach like 100 or 50 subscribers or whatever uh and we'll figure it out but I'm really yeah. excited. It's uh, that's why I got the camera. I'm excited to kind of figure it out and see what we want to do. Can't wait. So yep. August 13th will be the first little hint slash. Maybe that'll be the first episode, or it'll be like the the trailer for the season. I love love a good trailer drop. Yep. So that's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna do little seasons of Sweet Film Talk and see how it goes. Turn up. Yeah, I'm very Let's excited. Go. Love it. Well, that is take 142. Look forward to the YouTube channel, Sweet Film Talk with Keeks and him and him doing that. So, yeah, without further ado, everybody, stay sweet. Sweet. Sweet.